0: If we don't search, we just don't find. And if we don't move, we're not really searching. This was very clear last Sunday when the Magi went, explored, found, and adored. This is also very clear today as we see the first disciples searching, encountering, and staying with Christ. Now, sometimes we think in life that especially when we compare ourselves with other people, which we shouldn't do, but we do, we have the impression that, for some reason, some people just have it very easy. Some people do well without really trying, and sometimes we apply this even to our Christian life. It seems as if there are some among us, very few, certainly not us, for whom the things about our faith, the practice of our faith, appears to be very easy we have this idea usually about the saints. For some reason, they always wanted to do that. They always wanted to be good. Praying was always easy and natural, etc. The truth is that even for those who seem to learn fast and do well, even for the greatest saints, if they found what they were looking for, if they found Christ, It's because they searched, and they searched because they tried. They moved. They responded to an invitation. Today's gospel shows us that encountering Christ, whether for the first time or today, for us after years of already knowing him, always requires some movement. First, of course, Christ calling us, but on our part, It requires a choice, a movement, an effort. If we pay attention to the text of today's gospel, which is so beautiful, so wonderful, we notice that it is a very active story, actually filled with a lot of very active verbs. So I'm going to read a summary. Pay attention. John was standing. He watched and spoke. The disciples heard and followed. Jesus turned, saw and said. The disciples went, saw and stayed. And then Andrew found, told and brought Peter to Jesus and Jesus looked at Peter and spoke. So much going on outside, but especially inside, those who are part of the story. If we read this carefully, we can even feel the excitement, the newness, a contagious joy. In just a few lines, this is a short story, but in just a few lines, we witness that intense expectation of some people who seem to be already finding the one they've been waiting for. We see that incomparable gladness of knowing that they have found Christ, and the unavoidable consequence of staying with him and sharing his love. So much expected, so much found, so much shared, that wonderful day. And we know that that was a wonderful day that actually changed our lives forever, mainly because of a detail in the gospel that actually seems to be quite useless at some point, we're reading what one said, what the other did, all important things. And then John tells us, and it was four in the afternoon. It's a very random and also a very precise piece of information. Four in the afternoon. Why do we know this? Why is this important? There are many things that we would like to know about that evening, for sure. What do they speak about? What did they talk about? We don't know. But we do know, John was careful to tell us, and the Holy Spirit wanted that to be there in the Gospel. We do know that it was four in the afternoon. Some commentators have tried to find a symbolic meaning to this hour. It was the tenth hour, as they counted uh, the day. So maybe there is some meaning in this number, etc., etc. We do not know. But what we do know is a simple and evident fact that John, who was one of these two young disciples, remembered the very hour, not generically it was winter or 4 p.m., he remembered that it was 4 p.m. when he encountered Christ. And this is very relevant because we know that John was very young when he encountered Christ. And we know that he wrote his Gospel after the other Gospels were written, which means that it's safe to say, depending on which scholar you follow, but at the very least, 40-some years after that encounter, and more likely 60 years after John saw Jesus for the first time, he remembered exactly that his life changed at 4 in the afternoon, John remembered, in late in his life, with crystalline clarity, that at 4 p.m. he encountered what he was looking for. He encountered him whom he was expecting. Do we remember our 4 in the afternoon? Is there a moment like that that we can remember? in which we searched, we encountered, and we stayed with Christ. It is right and just for us, no matter what we're going through right now, to never lose sight of that moment and to treasure that and bring it to our memory with gratitude. That's an anchor for our faith. But whether we remember that with clarity or not right now, What really, really matters is that we're open to a question. What are you looking for? In the gospel, John is telling us about all the things that happened. So he's using past tense, as it makes sense. John saw that, he said that, Jesus turned and saw and said, But then at some point, he switches and uses present tense. Jesus asks, what are you looking for? The Lord truly is asking right now, in this very moment, in this church, to each one of us, what are you looking for? Not what you were looking for some years ago, not what you found some time ago when life felt great, but right now. In your circumstances right now, what are you looking for? What's in your mind all the time? What's in your heart? What do we think and dream about? What do we desire? What fills our heart? What are you looking for? And as he asks and waits and as we search, for the answer. Maybe we know right away and maybe we do not know exactly. But as we hear that question, what are you looking for? We can already hear the invitation, come and see. No matter where you are in life, in your Christian life, no matter what you have or haven't done lately, no matter all those things that happen in the world and in the church that worry us so much, just come and see. May we follow the example of these two disciples and take the risk of getting out of ourselves and going out and searching again Christ to go and see. And may we remember that as we say, as we said so many times in the readings today, here I am. That if we say yes, that must mean an actual concrete commitment, we do not find if we don't search, and we don't really search if we don't move. Whatever that means for us, praying more, reading more, being part of a group, whatever that means, as we begin this year, then let's move, let's seek, let's wake up. We will always remember and treasure what the Lord wants to show us this time.